Hi guys, and welcome back to the High on Your Own Supply podcast. I'm your host, Caleb, a.k.a. The Red Rhino. Oh, yay! Oh, you're so handsome! Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Please, 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 enough. <clears throat> As you can hear, I lose my voice a little bit. Went out this weekend with the boys. You know, had a couple of beers. Yelled a lot. Had a lot of fun. Burnouts, all that fun stuff that us country boys do. But, it's not why we're here. Today, we're here because we're going to be talking about life. Just, what does life mean? What's the meaning of life? Like, what does life mean to you? You know, life to me is, it's always, always meant to be something easier than what it has been. You know, my entire life, I've pretty much been disabled, and I do not let that stop me from what I'm doing. I ruined my body in, you know, school and stuff with sports. Um, fractures everywhere, work injuries, and then you go, you got, you got on top of that almost 14 years of being a type one diabetic and having to change a diet and work around a diet and stuff like that. I've literally just recently started doing the whole diet thing because, well, my doctor said it would be good for me. You know, why not live a, a little bit longer, you know? That's you know, one thing I look forward to is being able to work out again and in a gym in the middle of the night when there's not people. <laughs> I don't like working out in front of people. It makes me uncomfortable. But, you know, things, things have always... They've always been tough for me. I've always, you know, thought I've been at a disadvantage when really I've been at an advantage. And growing up, it was it was hard, you know. Maybe. Me and my sister, we fought a lot. And, uh, well, let's just say she knows how to beat the fuck out of anybody that she wants to if she wanted to. Grew up, you know, wrestling, football, those are the sports, baseball when I was a kid, and like T-ball all the way up through 8th grade. I didn't play high school baseball. Everybody was all mad at me because I didn't do that one. I was, I was pretty, pretty glad I couldn't do three sports in a row at the time. I'm, you know, not the brightest when it comes to books. Everywhere else, I'm a genius, but... Book-wise, no, me and school weren't friends. So I've, I've had to literally like, work a lot. You know, the last three years, I've been the toughest on my body from work. And that's all because I, I live the life that I know how to live. Now, now, if I sit at home for too long, like, last two weeks we really haven't worked there hasn't been any snow on the ground and when the snow does hit you know it's there and then the lawns are wet 
it sucks, you know, because then I don't get to go out and make money. You know, it got me, you know, I, I sit here and then I get stir crazy. It's been like two weeks, like I said. I, I used to live out in North Dakota. I moved there to get sober. I had a horrible meth addiction, and moving out there was really the only way to save me from myself. While I was out there, I gained a fantastic work ethic. I first worked for Central Valley Bean in Buxton, North Dakota. That was about... <clears throat> 15 miles away from Reynolds. Reynolds had like a population of 260 people and it was considered a city. Like, out there, trees are so scarce that you can watch your dog run away for like three months straight. That's how big them fields are. <laughs> you know, working at Central Valley Bean, that, that helped me out. That pushed me a lot, and then after working at Central Valley Bean for like two months, I was all like, you know, winter's coming up, I'm not going to have this job much longer because it's only seasonal. So I started looking online, looking online, and one place pops up, American Crystal Sugar. Okay, I'll go, go work there, it says they need a, a wet hopper operator. That sounded fun at the time. So, you know, I, I go out there and went through the whole interview process. I went through orientation, and by the time I know it, I knew my area way better than anybody else, and I could drive uh, an excavator and pick up damn pennies with it. I'm all sitting there like, this job's not that hard. Not at all. Then they changed me to a different place because, you know, you want to have experience in all places when you're working in a massive factory. I mean, American Crystal Sugar at the time produced like one-third of the world's sugar. With that being said, the plant that I worked in was actually the biggest plant that they had. So they'd have, they have these like, everything sectioned off, all different massive parts of the... <coughs> Excuse me. All different massive parts of the, the factory. And one night, one of my knives in the station got all cut off in the knife station area. Whatever you call it. Fuck. Can't remember. But these knives, they weigh like 500 pounds a piece. They're just massive, bulky blades. You know, each side, there's like, 20 blades on one of these cutters and one was stuck and jammed I did what I was taught to do and that is to take a giant pry bar and reef as hard as you can well I did that felt three pops on my back fell to the floor they came out like 45 minutes later like um dude he's fucked up And they threw me back in the wet hopper. That was nice until the cold made it to where, like, my back had hurt very, very bad. That's uh, 
about the time that they fired me because I was pretty much useless to that company. I uh, ended up getting, and well, that incident ended up help creating degenerative spinal disease, which is some of the biggest bullshit in the world. If I could go back and do all that again, I wouldn't. Not at all. I like my job now. I mow lawns. Make yards pretty. You know, leaf pickups, landscaping, actual like landscaping. We do sod. Oh, good God, I love laying sod. Sod's so much fun. Sod gets me going. It, it really does. I'm very good with sod. That's all I'm going to say now about sod. But sod. Hey, new nickname right there. Lawn care game. I'm General Sod. <laughs> but, you know, I, I like working. I went to college. Got a degree in creative writing. I'm putting it to use now. More with the creative, less with the writing. Good God, you should see my notes. Literally, today's stuff, it was intro. And then under intro, I'd written, What does life mean to me? We still haven't even covered that. Like, we're just getting on the basics. You know, you, you gotta work hard in life to get the things that you need and that you want. If you're not working hard, you're either scamming somebody, selling drugs, or honestly, like, investing. Investing's actually smart. I just started investing. I want to invest more into, you know, some places, like, you know, maybe, maybe Spotify, or maybe someplace even smaller than that, you know, maybe Anchor. Hell, I don't even have a soundproof anything in here. I don't even have a mic. Everything's on my phone still. I love it. It's amazing. A lot of, a lot of hard work and, and dedication will pay off in the long run. And I'm still just starting that long run. It's only been three years since it's really, really started. I'm, I'm very, very grateful for all the experience I've had, you know. Went from living in my aunt and uncle's house in North Dakota to having my own place and living in my own place by myself first time ever in my life. No help at all. Didn't know how to pay bills. I ended up getting evicted. I had my heat turned off a couple of times in the winter there. When the winter's there, they can't really turn your electricity off for more than a half an hour. So every half hour, you get like another 30 minutes to have your heater running and shit. And then, you know, it's it's off for a, another 30. And then you're coming back that other 30 to charge your phone and while your heat's going this time. Or, you know, make something to eat real quick in the microwave because really that's all you can do. Um, that's another thing. You got to be able to know how to cook. If you cannot cook, 
then you should really learn how to cook because that's just embarrassing what is my is like your girlfriend gonna cook for you every night your wife gonna cook for you every night you know what if you ain't got that shit bro ramen is not a meal by itself okay you can't just go out and buy like 5,000 packs of ramen and you know some frozen pizzas and call it good you gotta get real food in you bro and none of that box noodle shit go out get you some pastas get you some some sauces make a sauce for christ's sakes but you have to be able to cook even if it's simple I'm now holding a, a little Facebook live stream on on my personal Facebook for people who don't know how to cook or, you know, single moms who don't know how to cook, you know, or even people who just want to try something different. I mean, hell, I love to cook. I, I, I've been the cook of the house for years. I cook some of the meanest food you've ever had being out in you know the North Dakota Minnesota area I had a Somalian roommate he taught me how to cook some Somalian cuisines I had a French roommate he taught me how to cook French cuisines I had a Pakistani roommate he you know he literally quite literally and this is first-hand experience this is not being racist at all. He taught me how to cook, and then he threatened to blow me up like two weeks later. And that, that's, when, that's when I kicked him out of the apartment. I, I, I don't take that very well. That part was very fucked. But yes, like, go and just like YouTube, easy cooking videos. I mean... Lunchables are not a meal. I don't care what anybody says. A Lunchables is not a meal. No, a, a monster in a cigarette is, is it's not a meal. A bang in a cigarette is not a meal. You have to have something like in your stomach, you know, that's, that's going to wake your digestive system up. It's going to bring you to life, man. It's it's going to make you feel better while you're at work because then you're not sitting there going, Oh, oh, oh I'm so hungry. Oh, 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 I'm being baby. I should have ate breakfast, but I don't know how to cook, and I ran out of cap and crunch. Yeah, none of that. Like that's, that's shit that pisses me off. Um, during the summer, I, I do a whole, like, it, it's probably not all that good for you, but I don't know, but I fast for 16 hours a day, and then I'll, you know, I'll eat my, my one meal that I'm eating, but it'll be a very big meal, and I'll still be hitting negative calories every single day of the summer. I was hitting negative calories after work. I have lost so much fat on my body and it feels amazing. Life just isn't about, you know, working and cooking, but it's also about, you know, you got to go out and have fun, man. You got to have fun sometimes. I'm an introvert. 
I don't, I don't like going out all that much. People think it's because I'm broke. It's really because I, I don't like going out. My anxiety gets the best of me, man. Can't do crowds. Fuck that. Crowds are scary. I have to call Scooby-Doo when the crowds get big, man, because then he's got to come find me because it's a mystery of where I am at. Be curled up, huddled in a ball somewhere, man. It's it's why you know. I I hang out with my my good buddies there at the mechanic shops. Nate Brooks, mm -hmm. hell yeah. J Bone. You got Jason, the cricket. I call him the cricket. He likes mud tricks and big tricks. He also likes chainsaws and, and splitting wood. Jason, love you, bro. You're a bad dude. If you ever listen to this, you're a bad dude. J-Bone, you're a bad dude. Nate, you're a bad dude. Those three are real bad dudes. They, they, they proved that to me. They, they really did. Those guys, they're some of the best people I know on the planet. I don't know if there's anybody I'd really speak more highly of than those three. Because, well, no. And Nino. Forget about Nino. Nino's my boss. He's a, he's a good guy, too. Silly bastard. Always popping jokes and shit. Mostly at, like, the wrong times. But I'm a sick son bitch, so I laugh anyways. But those four, I... I trust with a lot of things. Not everything, but a lot of things. Just sitting here reflecting on, on, on the weekend. Sorry, a little daydream happened. I can feel my mechanic punching me in the, in the arm. Fuck, he punched me like twice and I took two full hits. His knuckle imprint's still on the back of my arm. That was, that was Saturday night. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. You know. And then you, you gotta have, you gotta have love. There's gotta be love in your life. No matter if it's your dog, your cat, your goldfish, you know, the girl next door, the girl next door's mom. You know, some dude down the street named Kyle or some shit. If you're Tony Montana, it's it's Hank. Yeah, that's right. I said it. If you are Tony Montana, it's Hank. Go get your boy from work, son. He said he's trying to get your work done. <laughs> I just fucking around. You you got you gotta have love. I, I'm. Never been on a date before, <clears throat> but I'm going on my first date. I don't know when it is. I, we haven't set the date, like the actual day down yet, but it, it will be within the next, before Christmas. So probably sometime this week. 
and it's going to be fun. Honestly, it is. Now I'm, I get nervous and anxious, and this girl, she's literally takes the anxiety away. She's a very good person, very, very dear. Dear, dear friend of mine, she's actually the very first girl to kiss me. That happened almost 12 years ago. Twelve years later, I would have never thought to be going out on the date with the girl who gave me my very first kiss. Well, it's, it's nice. It's really nice. And if you're bitching about the cars and stuff, I don't care. We're a low-budget podcast, baby. That's all about the experience. Because you're supposed to sit there, get baked, and just chill, listen, and vibe, man. It's another thing you need to do. Without love, you can't have a good vibe. You know, I spread the love. I'm, I'm, I'm the stoner of the group, man. I don't really drink, but when I do drink, I get drunk. I prefer smoking. Everybody knows this. That's why, you know, when I'm drinking and stuff, I usually shotgun beers. So that way I get drunk quicker, because it's in my in my stomach a lot faster. Can't drink beer slow. That's, that's stupid. It tastes like piss. I did my very first beer bong on fucking... On Saturday, too. We got me at a whopping three seconds. A full beer bong in three seconds. And and I can't open pallets or anything, but I, I, I know how to drink. <laughs> but I prefer my weed. My my one weed, my marijahoochie, my marijacoochie, if you will. You know, that's, that's what helps me vibe, man. And when you're vibing, you know... Just, that's when you let loose. The vibe really brings, you know, everything out of reality. It's like a little escape, you know? A little escape from reality could be, you know, anything that makes you really want to move and groove and get into it, you know? Things, things in life aren't as bad as what they seem and what people make them to, you know, what people make them out to be. Everything's, you know, set in place for a reason. Oh, you're you're not going to become successful sitting on your ass and then scamming people on fucking Facebook with the whole, oh yeah, hey, we got this side thing going on, man, and really it's just them sitting in like a room on a hacked Facebook account, they're called Jeremiah Little, and they're, they really got like 80-80 or, you know, uh, the Diesel Brothers or Heavy D or, or uh, any of those, uh, Really, the car guys, because, well, I follow car guys because I'm a car guy. You know, that's another thing you need in life. You need a car. 
get you a car, get you a 2004 Subaru Outback, okay? That's the meanest Outback there is. Mine's name's Lulu, and she's a bad bitch. You can ask everybody, and they will tell you, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Lulu, good girl. She's naughty sometimes. She's temperamental, you know, but all women are. Love her to death. It's my car. Got a got a hood coming with uh, two scoops in it. It's a VIS. On top of that, I got some Cosmos fucking MR2s coming. 18 by 18 by 9. And some wheel spacers. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And some fender flares. Hopefully they're coming in silver. All this stuff should be here by springtime because, well, things are on back order, but we don't get into political economy, economy, big economy word shit on this podcast. No, not ever. No, but I don't even remember, you know, really all what I was talking about there. That's, that's a good thing. That means that. We're halfway through the show. <laughs> Hell yeah, I love it. Just kidding, we're not halfway through the show. We only got like five minutes left. Oh, four minutes and 20 seconds left. Hell yeah. Well, for that last four minutes and 20 seconds, you really, you really need like a filler or some shit. But I don't have a filler. I just got me, man. If you're happy and you know it, crap your pants. Oh, I already did that at the beginning of the show. Damn it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this, this makes you really think about things, things in life, man. That's what I want you guys to do. If, you know, you've sat through all the cars going by and everything like that. I want you guys to really just sit and think about what life means to you. You know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be really mind opening and heart opening. And once you figure out what your life means to you, that's when you become successful. In my eyes, that's what I believe. That is when your success starts booming and you start thriving. Is when you figure out what life means to you. I'm the Red Rhino. And this has been the High on Your Own Supply Podcast. You guys just... Have a have a really, 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 really good day. <laughs> Love you guys. Peace.